Dr. Sarah Spowart is well known for her compassionate-based practice, as well as for her precise mindfulness in her everyday life. As a highly regarded professional, she infuses moment-to-moment awareness as she includes the vital emotions of happiness, serenity, and love. Here is the holistic emotional system that you've been waiting for. Here's Dr. Sarah. Hello, and welcome to week two of the show. Um, This week, I would like to discuss some basic steps um, in terms of how we can manifest more happiness into our life um, and get closer to getting unstuck and out of the cycles that we often feel we can be stuck in. So, okay, with that, um, I'd like everybody to, um, I'm going to stop my video so that you can just listen to the sound of my voice and help for deeper reflection on what is going on inside of yourself um, in terms of what you may be stuck with or feeling stuck in. Okay. So, Taking a deep breath in through your nose, out through your mouth. Another deep breath in through your nose, out through your mouth. One more deep breath in through your nose. Letting go, releasing. Any and all stress, worry, or concern. And as I count down from five to one, feeling more and more relaxed, calm, and at peace. Five to four, four to three, three to two. Two to one. Deep calm and rest and peace. As you let it all go. Deeper and deeper calm. Now in your state of calm and peace and feeling present, I'd like you to just notice how you're feeling. Is there anything that might be feeling stuck, heavy, in the way, even if it's just your own beliefs of being stuck? Deep breath in and out. Okay, so that is sort of a nice grounding mindfulness activity 
but it's also very important in a practice for becoming aware of our energy and our state of feeling and thoughts. And I I started off with doing it so that hopefully it makes some of the concepts I'm going to talk about um, a little more grounded and making more sense. Um, and hopefully all these things already make sense and it's more just a remembering um, and uplifting or inspiring or just a good reminder of of what you might already know to be true inside of you. So there is a power to awareness of our own energy. And there's two things I'm going to specifically discuss today, which is the awareness of our energy, like noticing and identifying, and the value of happiness within that. So logic is often really emphasized in our society. And I love school. I love learning. I love research. It's just sort of the way I'm wired. But I love even more uh, things beyond the mind. And our mind is a tool. Um, And therefore, our feelings actually really matter. And in terms of manifesting the life that you want or that feels more authentic because sometimes people think they know what they want but if you're not in your authentic self if you haven't learned how to really tap into who you are what you're feeling from moment to moment day to day your your true values and beliefs not what's been maybe programmed or what you've been used to and is familiar um when you try to when you work from your authentic self um, your feelings really matter for manifestation. So part of the problem is we get stuck. We can get caught and we don't just, it's not that we can get, we do get, we all get caught um, in loops, um, cycles, uh, traps that go around and around over and over. And we cycle over and over. So our negative emotions are very enticing and you could almost say addictive or intoxicating. So if like someone's angry, they might feel very justified in their anger and they don't want to let it go. And so that breeds more anger and they think more things are angry about. Sadness. If someone's feeling sad, they might have a narrative as to why they're sad, a story and even an identity around it. And then it gets that they're a victim or they're a sad person or this and that, and then they don't want to let it go. And the negative feelings tend to be very sticky and they tend to be the kind of thing that we we don't easily sort of get rid of. And it's not that you have to get rid of it. Sometimes our negative emotions are so helpful because they can be very useful feedback that should not be ignored. But sometimes it's more that the negative emotions are just a reaction to a loop or a narrative that we're stuck in that's not really reflective of what's truly happening. Um, what I mean by feedback is, like, for example, like, let's say you feel tired. Well, maybe you need to sleep or rest. Let's say you feel hungry. Maybe you need to eat or eat foods that, you know, maybe some protein or something like that something that will help your blood sugar. The point is that 
hunger and tiredness, they don't feel great, their feedback. So similarly, um, our emotions can be feedback. When we are living more authentically and when we are more clear and present. When we're trapped in the cycles and loops, it may or may not be feedback. It more just may be an, an issue of being stuck. So that being what it is, I created actually um, a something that I'm in the process of publishing. I hope to publish by next month. I call it the Happiness-Based Mindfulness Program. It's a six-week course um, with tools of everything I've learned over my entire lifetime on what I have seen through direct experience increases happiness and well-being. Um, so these are not just things that I've learned or things that like sound good. This is the stuff I found works. Um, and there's more layers to it, uh, but these are sort of the essential building blocks I've seen through my direct experience and my experience with clinical work makes a difference. So why does this matter? <laughs> why does it matter how we feel to even notice how we feel? Why not just put our head in the sand and ignore it all? Now that sounds easier. Well, yes and no, because when we do that, we can get deeper and deeper into um, maybe a life that we don't, doesn't fit us living something that doesn't make sense there's a song i can't remember exactly the name of, it's an older song it's something like whose house is this or whose life is this whose wife is this whose kids are this like it's like he wakes up one day and he realizes oh my gosh is it, what is going on here he had been like checked out for years just sort of going with the flow of what he thought he's supposed to do so okay when we are authentic, when we're checking in with ourselves, when we are aware of the cycles we might be stuck in, let's say we have a pattern of feeling angry. When we become aware of this, on its own, just the awareness slows that cycle down. So some people also think, okay, well, what does it matter about noticing? Like, that's not going to fix my problems. That's not going to fix anything. That's not going to get me what I want. Well, let's imagine our thoughts and feelings and physical sensations create patterns, create energy loops, create a momentum that leads you into a certain direction. So like a car <laughs> or train or bike or any moving thing, sometimes you need to slow down the momentum so you can shift course noticing just noticing and being aware it shifts your course it slows down the momentum the speed of whatever direction you got going on and it shifts it so there's actually huge value in noticing it puts the brakes on this energetic loop in so i really love that the other thing about that when that happens we usually start to feel lighter and better. Um, and if you can be pausing on the loops, pausing with the momentum, and focus more on your happiness, 
it becomes easier to attract things that are really reflective of you, really reflective of what feels like a natural, authentic life. And it helps you, it it uplifts you. So the second piece to this, aside from noticing, step number two, I'd say, is, and when I say noticing, whatever it takes to notice, um, there's a lot of different steps and, and I'll go into it more in more detail, I think next show about the specifics with noticing and certain strategies. But the more that we are able to notice, the more it slows things down. And then you might, might be like, well, then what? <laughs> then step two, insert efforts to feel a little bit happier. And I don't mean toxic positivity where you're just, you know, pretending you're happy. That's not what I mean. Or trying to have forced happiness when you're just you know, really frustrated and you don't know what, what would make you even happy. What I'm saying is shift the focus. So every day as a practical tool, you get to think, okay, what is a small thing that might make me feel a little bit lighter today? A little bit happier, a little more energized. Not to rely on this outer thing as a way of creating that positive outcome to create that shift, but using it more like training wheels. Um, So you slow down the bike. These are your training wheels to help you move (laughs) to a different direction. So the outside things are training wheels for cultivating that inner experience where you start to become more and more empowered in yourself and can literally conjure and evoke and create these positive emotions in yourself that I'll get into in later later shows. So look for small things. If you can't find anything at all, you just think about, you know, everything was, I felt nothing all day or I just felt awful all day. There's no piece of joy, no moment of happiness on any level which believe it or not, I have encountered this with some clients. Um, Another approach, and this approach is good for anybody too, is to think every day, what was the best part of today? And if you have time to think about why. So when you do that, (laughs) it's kind of like, if you feel like everything's so drab and heavy, at least when you think what was the best part of the day and why, you are reflecting on, the happiest moment of your day. And that is naturally uplifting to do that. It's not meant to be depressing. It's meant to help cultivate the mindset of noticing more and more the positive things, the happy things. So this matters because it's not that happiness alone will make it possible to bring anything you want, you think you want into your life. It's more that um, happiness, it lightens you up to help you shift more easily, like the training wheels um, on the bike you've slowed down. So it helps with shifting. It helps with opening your mind to trying new things, tr- you know, being around new people, thinking new thoughts, letting go of negative, painful beliefs you're really attached to. So happiness just sort of lightens it all up and makes it much easier um, to eventually make those big leaps, those big shifts. So 
It actually matters quite a bit to feel happy. It's not a small thing. Um, and it matters to notice what is happening. So first step, noticing. Second step, trying to lighten yourself up a little bit every day with thinking what is the best part of today or how can I feel a little bit of happiness today? What can I do that might lift me up a little bit? That's positive, not self-destructive behavior, but something that's healthy and positive that'll make you feel good about you. Um, The other thing I've seen when in doubt, if you truly struggle, and this can happen, especially if there's been trauma um, or different types of trauma in your past, um, sometimes focusing on like an animal, like a pet can be really helpful um, or even volunteering or helping out somebody else, but getting getting out of your mind as well um, for a moment through helping or thinking of another in a positive way can also be good for um, slowing those cycles down of the negative loops and feeling a little bit happy and lighter. So it kind of does two things in once at one time. Okay. So, um, I love sharing this with you. I look forward to next week until then. So much love to you all. This is Dr. Sarah Spoward with happiness learned. Okay. I hope that you have a wonderful uh, rest of your week and I will see you guys soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to Happiness Learned. Dr. Sarah will be back next week with more of her teachings designed to help you live the life you have always wanted. Visit Dr. Sarah at www.drsarahspower.com. See you next week.